This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on, my awesome friend? Welcome back to the Having It All podcast. I am Matthew Bivens, your balanced lifestyle coach and transformation specialist, and I'm so excited that you're here hanging out as we talk about having it all. That's what the show is all about to remind you or to teach you that you can absolutely have it all. And in this show, the context of all ALL is abundant, loving life. Because that's what we believe, that every single person can have it all. Every single person can live an abundant, loving life. And that's what you're going to learn on this program. So I appreciate you hanging out with me today. If you have a moment... If you could please subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast app you prefer, hit that subscribe button. And if you can, leave a rating and a review and let me know what you think about the show. Be honest. Be brutally honest. Give me that straight up feedback. Tell me what you like about the show. Tell me what you dislike about the show. Tell me what changes you would like to see, topics you want to see covered, all that stuff. I highly, highly value it. I highly appreciate it. And I read it all. I truly do. And if you want to give me some straight feedback right into my inbox, you can do so via email. I'm at, or my email address is Matthew at MatthewBivens.com. That's my email address. And then on Instagram, I am at Matthew underscore Bivens. And again, you can give me some feedback. You can let me know what you like or dislike about the show. You can make suggestions for episodes, or you can just hit me up to say, hey, what's going on? I love that as well. All of it is is welcome. Today's conversation, you know, we're in this little mini series I'm calling Back to Basics because it's so important that we have a strong foundation to stand on as we create our abundant loving lives. And so for today, I want to talk about stress. Stress. I almost said stress. I want to talk about stress today. And my intention is to shift how you relate to stress. Because I think a lot of folks out there are trying to eliminate stress from their life. Like that's the goal. I want to get rid of all stress or I want to reduce the stress. I got to keep on figuring out ways to reduce my stress, to take these stressful things out of my life, get them off my plate. And what I'm here to tell you is that to me is not the most effective approach. There's another approach that you want to take to stress that is actually going to leave you feeling more confident, more peaceful, feeling like you can actually trust yourself and feeling more excited about life. And so that's what we're going to dig into today. Excited? Great, (laughs) because I am. I want to kick things off with some magic because that's, that's one of the byproducts of having it all is magic, these magical moments. And a magical moment is when you influence yourself, others, or life in an empowering way. And it is literally like this muscle that you have right? This magic muscle that the more you exercise it, the more you're going to start seeing these magical moments in your life. You're like, yo, wait a minute. I am incredibly powerful. Look at all the things that I'm influencing. Look at what's happening over here. Look at what's happening over there. Oh my gosh, I'm surrounded by magic. But it's a muscle. So it gets stronger as you exercise it and it gets weaker and atrophies when you don't. And what's the result or what's the impact of not having a strong magic muscle, well, you start to look around and see a whole bunch of crummy things in your world. You start to look at life through a lens that is kind of dark, pessimistic. People are out to get you. People are dishonest. Things are always happening to you. You're always being smacked in the head by life. You know, the stuff is hitting the fan. That's just one of the results of not having a very strong magic muscle. And so, 
the reason why I pause at the beginning of every episode and share a piece of magic is to put you in that mindset of, you know what, let me, let me just locate the magic in my life. Because I'm telling you, if that's all you do, if all you get from this podcast, whether it's episode one you've listened to, if you only listened to one episode or you know all 300 plus, if the only thing you get from it is, let me just recognize more magic in my life. I'm telling you, you will feel like you have it all just by doing that one little thing. That's it. So that's how important this is. And quite frankly, I need to do a whole episode about magic in terms of the back to basics. Like you gotta be reflecting on magic. Magic and gratitude, those are like a one-two punch. You add those things into your repertoire, I'm telling you, your life is gonna just open up. It's gonna look so much brighter. It will, it will, it will. So I'm gonna share a piece of magic today and then I'm gonna invite you to pause the episode and reflect on one little piece of magic from your life. So I actually lied. I got two pieces of magic I want to share. And the first is right now, as I'm recording this, I'm sitting at my brand new podcast studio setup, which is so dope. And a few weeks ago, I shared with you all that Sarah and I won a contest for a podcast studio makeover, which was awesome. Shout out to Focusrite, the folks at Focusrite for putting this this, uh, contest together and all the other sponsors and all the other brands involved. So awesome. And so right now I'm chilling at my desk, got my new mic, got my new boom arm. I even have some Halloween decor around me because that's my favorite holiday. And, you know, Sarah had the idea of why don't we just pimp out our desks a little bit with some Halloween stuff. So we did. And it just feels awesome, right? It feels like the quality of the gear is now at the level of where I view the quality of this program. And that's a very cool feeling. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see kind of how things continue to evolve and where it goes. And another sort of like sub piece of magic in that is is really both Sarah and I opening ourselves up to receive, right? Because we put out so much in producing this podcast and the other one that we do. We're just putting out so much all the time. And we've done that with with the mindset of the giver's gain, you know? You put those things out there, you give, and it's going to come back. And so, of course, it comes back to us in one way of the form of winning a podcast contest. Like, of course. And I had a friend of mine remind me of that. You know, it's not this, oh, my gosh, I feel so lucky I won this contest. It's, of course. Yeah, we put out so much. Of course, that's what happens when you do this. Givers gain. You know, so it helped me to, to reframe how I was receiving that abundance. And to receive it with, with humility and understanding that I'm a powerful creator and I, and I created that. We co-created that. So that was really cool and that was magical all in of itself. My second piece of magic is that last weekend, oh, not now, 10 days ago now. Boy, I don't think, yeah, last, weekend, last week I did a rebroadcast, so I don't think I shared magic. But 10 days ago, it was Maya's birthday and that was an incredibly magical day. Just so much fun celebrating this little girl. She turned four years old, four trips around the sun. And I feel so blessed to be her father. And it has been such an amazing experience to be witness to her growth and development and becoming that queen who she is every day of her life for four years has been so cool. So we had a fun celebration. People came over, brought food, brought smiles, brought love. We had a great time. And it was even cool to have some things break down during the process. For example, we had a jumpy house that we rented. And literally the morning before, I I called him up like, hey, the party's at 11. Where are you guys at? He said, oh, we tried to come yesterday to drop off the bouncy house. There was no one there. We called you three times. And yeah, we came by. No one was home. So we're closed today. We can't help you out, man. That happens like hours before the party's about to begin. So just to experience myself in a peaceful space and being calm and, and having a conversation with a gentleman and being able to work out a solution. And then he shows up with the bouncy house and upgrade a bouncy house at that at 1058 and the first kids arrive at 11 a.m. It's like, yeah, you can't make that stuff up. So to experience that and to be real peaceful and chill as things were going down. And when I told Sarah, hey, the bouncy house may not happen today. She did not skip a beat. She was like, okay, we got other things we can do for them. 
And that was so magical just to experience her just in her peace. She, she was in her mind. She was like, I am not about to get off my queen throne because of this nonsense. So the party is going to be fine. Kids are going to have a blast. We've got other things we can entertain them with. And I was very, very inspired by that. So that was all that all happened before the party even began. So then after, of course, Bouncy House shows up, kids show up, people show up. And it was just flow and beautiful after that. So Maya's fourth birthday party a couple of weeks ago was incredibly, incredibly magical. Okay, I just shared with you a bunch of examples of magic. So now you should be able to find one piece of magic in your life. And if you're struggling to do it, maybe you're like, man, I don't have any big examples. Don't go big, start small, right? If you woke up this morning and you normally go right for your cell phone to check on Instagram or check your email, but instead you decided to open up the window and take a breath of fresh air and whatever. That is magic. You influenced yourself to do something powerful, right? That's those little, little things that we do. You know, you don't want to let those things go by. Like those are all important and that is absolutely magical. So now is your opportunity to hit pause if you feel inspired and just reflect on one piece of magic from your life maybe it's from today maybe it's from yesterday over the weekend just reflect on one and remember that by doing that you're strengthening that muscle yeah that magic muscle is getting stronger and i'm telling you the more you do this the more you're going to start noticing magic happening and it's going to happen in ways that you don't even really think about you'll be driving down the street and someone will cut you off. And normally you want to flip them the bird and tell them something about themselves, right? <laughs> that might be how you respond. But you'll be like, oh, I'm going to take a deep breath. And be like, hey, I'm glad they didn't hit my car. Cool. Let's keep on driving. Like that type of thing happens. And then you sit back and you're like, whoa, normally I would have just cussed them out. But today I didn't do that. Wow, that's magic. That's what you can get to. Right, You can get to that space where you just start responding to life differently, choosing differently with, with life, and you then have the awareness to acknowledge that. Like, whoa, I am shifting. I'm growing. I'm evolving. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. So it all starts when you flex and exercise those muscles. So do that right now. Exercise that magic muscle. And I'm going to jump into some listener love because got to give a shout out. I love giving shout outs, by the way. I love, love, love when I can give a shout out to you all because, man, you are so cool. And I appreciate you listening. I appreciate connecting with you. I love meeting you in person. It's so much fun. And so this is just my, my little moment to give back, right? to you all so today's listener love today's shout out goes out to jade on instagram jade i want to say thank you for listening to the podcast for tuning in for giving this little show a shot not so little of a show actually it's actually kind of a big show which is cool giving this big show a shot and just investing your time and energy because it is an investment and you don't get that time back all right and so that's that's a precious resource so thank you for doing that jade and i appreciate your message as well and I'm glad that you've been training your magic muscle. That is awesome. And, you know, you're so right in your message that you sent to me. You said that you've, ex you know, experienced a lot of success in life, but you might feel like there isn't all this magic around you because you're not stopping to recognize the successes, 
and recognize the magical moments. So I'm, I'm very happy that you've got that awareness now. Like, wow, you know what? I can check off all these things on my life bucket list and my success list and have all this stuff. But man, if I'm not spending a moment to just look at it and turn around and seeing how far I've come, you're going to miss it and you won't appreciate it. So I'm happy, Jade, that you are doing that and you're in that space because that's where you really get to appreciate life and squeeze all the juice out of life and be grateful for all of it. It sounds like you're in, you're, you're in that space. So kudos to you. And uh, yeah, I totally support you in getting those magic muscles real swole. Absolutely. So Jade, thank you again for the message on Instagram. I appreciate you. And once again, if anybody wants to be like Jade and connect with me, go to Instagram. I'm hanging out there. I'm at Matthew underscore Bivens. You won't see a whole lot of stuff on my profile, but you'll see a whole lot of activity with me if you DM me. So shoot me a message, Matthew underscore Bivens. You can also hit me up on email at Matthew at MatthewBivens.com. Okay. I'm ready to talk about stress. What about you? Maybe you felt stressed out today. Maybe you feel stressed out right now, and that's why you popped in this podcast like, Oh man, I need I need to get my mind right. I'm feeling so stressed. Let me put on a, a podcast that I can chill out to. Well, again, my intention is at the end of this conversation, you're going to think differently about stress. Because I'll tell you this. I actually have learned to enjoy stress. I've learned to at the very least not fear stress and not shun stress. And yes, at some moments, actually enjoy it. And that's the space that I'm holding for you. Because the more that you fear stress and the more that you, you run away from stress, the more that that thing is just going to chase you. It's like a shadow. You try to run from it, but you can't get away. Because life is stressful. Yeah, life is stressful. It's going to continue to be stressful. As soon as you place other people and other circumstances in the game of life, it becomes stressful automatically. It's just what happens, right? And so it's so easy to get caught up in this idea of like, we got to eliminate stress, can't have any stress in my life. I don't want any of that stuff around me. But that can be a an exhausting thing. That could be like, so, all right, so, so follow me on this analogy. My email, if you have an email inbox, you probably have heard of this concept of inbox zero, right? This whole like mythical place where you have zero emails and it just stays that way. You're like, oh my gosh, I got no emails? <gasps> and so if you have a, if you're a person who gets a lot of emails all the time, reaching inbox zero is like this nirvana state. Once you get there, you're there for like half a moment because boom, emails start flooding back in, right? So this whole idea of eliminating stress is similar. You could try to just eliminate every little thing, get rid of this stressful person, get rid of this stressful environment, get rid of this stressful relationship and get all the way down to zero and be like, whoa, I'm at zero stress. And then you can have one thought. What am I going to eat for dinner? Oh no, the stress comes back and your anxiety kicks in and your body gets hot. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not attainable. It's not realistic. I get it if you're in a space where it feels like you're in a war zone and from the moment you wake up to the moment you, you fall back asleep, it's just constant stressors like boom, 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 boom. I get it that you might want to try to reduce some of them. I get that. And only you can decide if, yeah, you know what? I really do have more stressful triggers around me than is ultimately healthy. And if that's the case, cool. Knock a few of those things out. And once you get to a certain level and you realize that, wow, you know, life is just going to be present stress, then what I want you to then at that point work on is how you choose to relate to the stress. Because it's not the thing that's doing the damage to you. It's the way you relate to it. And I want you to remember that. It's not the stressful boss that's causing you to go home and drink the bottle of wine at night. 
it's the way that you're relating to the stress that the boss brings up. That's the difference. Because you can try so hard to eliminate all those different stressful things, but if you never work on your relationship to the stress, meaning how you feel about the stress and what behaviors and decisions you make as a result of those feelings, then you're always going to be caught in that trap. Because as soon as the stressors start kicking in, boom, you get into that space of feeling powerless, feeling like a victim, feeling like you don't, you can't cope, feeling overwhelmed, feeling whatever it is that you feel when your stress gets really high. And every single person has the ability to work on their relationship to stress. But if you have this, this notion that what you need to be doing is eliminating the stress, then you're not going to probably think about how you're actually relating to it. Right? And, you know, we all have these different triggers. We all have these different things that happen to us that spike our stress levels, that create the anxiety and the worry and all that great stuff. It happens all throughout the day to each and every one of us. And it's probably happened since you were born. Babies deal with it too. That's what they're crying about. Oh, my body's hungry. I'm feeling, I'm feeling the stress because I'm hungry. So I'm going to cry about it until I get that nourishment. As adults, we just choose different pathways to try to relieve that stress. And as adults, oftentimes those pathways are not healthy. And so the big, big shift that I want you to make is instead of trying to reduce the number of stressors in your life, I want you to be focusing on how you relate to stress in the first place. Because you could take two people and put them in the same exact stressful situation with the same exact pressures and the same exact ramifications if they make a mistake. And you will see two different ways of handling that stress. Here's an example. If you've been listening for a while, you know that I'm a sports fan. Specifically, I love basketball. Even more specifically, I love the NBA. So my team is the Los Angeles Lakers. And I'm watching the Lakers game last night, and they're down by one point, and they've got two seconds left. They're in the second round of the playoffs. If they lose this game, then the other team is going to gain a lot of confidence, and they're going to say, you know what, we can beat you, Lakers. But if they win this game, it's sort of like not really but kind of putting a nail in the coffin. And one of their players comes out of the timeout, clock starts, he catches the inbound ball, rises up, shoots, the clock hits zero, boom, swish, game winner, game over. Now, you could put a hundred different basketball players in that moment and see a hundred different ways of relating to the stress of that, that game experience, right? It's game time. Game is on the line. If you lose this, there's some big ramifications. So you got to be able to show up powerfully in the face of the stress. The stress of the clock, the stress of the moment, the stress of the defenders that are running after you, the stress of your body feeling tired because you've been pounding and pounding away for an entire game. This is the last two seconds. So how are you going to relate to that stress? You are in those scenarios every day. Every day, you're at two seconds left on the clock, game on the line, you got to make a decision, how are you going to handle it, right? It looks like I have a migraine, but I'm about to step into a presentation. I can't screw this up. It looks like it's 4.55 and I got to pick my kids up at five o'clock and I have no idea what we're going to cook them for dinner and they're about to go crazy. It looks like so many different things. Oh my gosh, I'm about to meet my, my partner's parents for the first time and I want them to like me. Like we are in these stressful situations all the time and they're just going to keep on rolling. They're going to keep on rolling. As long as you're living and breathing and out there doing life, you can count that stressful situation is just going to keep on rolling. So instead of trying to eliminate them, you want to try to work with them and relate to them more powerfully. And so for myself, I did not always relate powerfully to stress. I absolutely did not. And some of my early forms of coping with stress is I would try to get far away from it. And if I couldn't get far away from it, I would just break down in the moment of it. Right? I would get emotional. Like when I was young, I would cry. If something got too stressful, I couldn't handle it, I would just cry. Like break down. Eh, nope, I'm not going to do this. 
as I got older, I didn't want to cry in front of people. So if things got too stressful, I just tried to leave. I would just like, let me just walk away. Let me just drop this thing. I don't, I don't need to be around here. Sometimes when stress got too much, I would just go into a state of denial. Nope. Nope. Credit cards, doing all this stuff. Debt collectors, nah, that's too stressful. I'm not going to handle that. Whoop, I'm going to pretend like it's not even there. Let me just push it away. Right? And so I had to learn how to deal with this stress because the stressors weren't stopping. Right? It wasn't as if life was just getting easier by itself without me doing anything. I absolutely believe that life can feel a whole lot easier but it's not just because when you sit back passively like you got to actually do some things to then work on relating differently so that your life feels easier right so things weren't changing my stressors weren't going away i was getting older i had more responsibilities right and so it was either i'm going to continue struggling with how i relate to stress feeling anxious feeling tense all the time feeling worried Rarely being in the present moment because I'm constantly worried about the next thing coming. I can either stay there or I can learn some techniques and actually learn how to deal with this stuff and actually face it. And so I chose the latter because the other path sounded terrible. It sounded awful. And I wanted a whole new experience. And so one of the first things that I was taught and the first things I really worked on was becoming very aware as to what stress looks like and feels like for me because it's unique for everybody like let me figure out and let me understand how it feels in my body when i'm stressed right because our bodies are telling us all the time what's going on your body doesn't know how to lie if you're feeling stressed your body's gonna let you know right your, your body can't lie your mind can lie and your mind lies to you all the time but your body doesn't so first i just worked on figuring out what does stress feel like in my body where do i feel it Oh, my heart. My heart beats really strong. Oh, I get hot and tingly. Oh, my armpits sweat. Oh, I get kind of jittery. I don't want to sit down. Like, that's what stress feels like to me. And then I started working on being aware of, well, what is it that brings on the stress? And that was pretty easy for me to figure out what actually brought the stress on. And what was really interesting is if something, if I once I identified, like, the debt collectors brought the stress on. Okay, so what was my story that as soon as I would get a, a phone call from a number I didn't recognize and I believed it was a debt collector, what was then my story? Because the debt collector calling is one thing. That's just an event. Then we create all this meaning around it that tends to kick up the stress. If it was just a phone number on my phone, it wouldn't matter, right? But it's the meaning that I place behind it and the place that I go mentally, emotionally, when I saw that number pop up. So what was my story? What, what, what loop was I caught in that was just putting me right in that stressful space? And then what was my response? What was my go-to response? So I tried to understand those things. How does it feel? What's, what are my thoughts? What are my stories? And then what is my behavior as a result of those thoughts and stories? And that was challenging at times, especially because the best time for me to understand those things was when it was happening. But that was also the time when I had the least amount of awareness or even at times ability to step back and just look at it, right? Like it's hard to gain perspective on something when you're right in the midst of it. Because when you're in the midst of it, you're just dealing with it. You're dealing with the thing. You're dealing with your emotions. You're dealing with all the stuff. But it's in those moments that you want to kind of try to step back a little bit. So I would work on that. And then I would also journal. And the journaling was helpful as well because that's when I got to process some of the things after the fact. So that was me understanding and be, like the beginning of the understanding that it wasn't the stuff that was happening in my life that was that was creating the way my life was flowing, it was how I was choosing to relate to the stuff that was happening. Because I knew other people that didn't get stressed out over money or stressed out over girls or stressed out over school or stressed out over life. Like I knew people that would, like so many crazy things would happen to them, but it didn't seem to phase them the way that it phased me. And what was cool about that is it gave me something to aim for. Like, wow, you know what? So-and-so is pretty chill. 
I mean, I, I, I don't know what's going on in their head, but at least externally, they seem pretty chill. I don't know if externally I seem pretty chill, and I definitely know that internally, internally I'm anything but chill. So if it's possible for them, it's possible for me too. I'm going to aim for that. And so years went by as I'm working on this, understanding that I don't have to be a slave to the stress, understanding that as I improve my how, my, how I relate to the stress, then it won't feel as stressful. Life won't feel as overwhelming. My day won't feel as busy. My body won't feel as worn out. I won't feel the need to turn to alcohol. I won't feel the need to turn to marijuana. I won't feel the need to turn to pornography as much as I'm dealing with the stressors. Because a lot of times the stress would trigger me to want to go to those things. It's like, shit, life is stressing me out. Let me go and boop, spark up or whatever it was. And so if you can relate, what I want you to get from this again is let's understand why something is triggering you, how you're responding to it, and the impact of that response. Put some attention there rather than let me just eliminate all these stressors. Because as long as you're breathing, as long as you're walking, life is going to happen. Right? I mean, okay, it's September when I'm recording this. Raise your hand if you saw COVID coming. Nobody did. Nobody did. This time last year, no one saw COVID coming. I don't even think there was a word for it. But then all of a sudden, fall 2019, we start hearing news reports. Something's going down, right? And then like early 2020, oh man, it's hitting the US. And now here we are with a whole new reality. That's stress that no one saw coming. And you got to deal with it. And guess what? You aren't going to eliminate that one. Try. The only way you're going to eliminate the COVID stress right now is if you just stay in an underground bunker and you don't turn on the news and you don't go outside. I mean, is everywhere, no matter how you feel about it. It's everywhere. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. So you can keep on living in that space of trying to eliminate it completely, the stressor, or you can start exploring how you relate to it. What does is, what is COVID trigger within you? What does seeing people with masks trigger within you? What about seeing people without masks? What does that trigger? All of those things are coming up for a reason. And they're all giving you information that can be so, so valuable to you if you learned how to read it and if you connected with the importance of understanding what that information was communicating. One of the things that I would love for you to get is a deeper connection with your body because your body is constantly communicating, but you're probably mute to a lot of it, right? I would like to say this on the show that your body is like a printer. It just prints out what you command it to. So if you woke up feeling stressed this morning, it's not because your body told you, hey, we're going to be stressed today. Yeah, I just decided, I decided yesterday that when we wake up this morning, we're going to be stressed and you're just going to have to deal with that. No, your body is responding to some command that you gave it because as soon as the alarm went off, you flashed through everything on your schedule today and you were like, holy crap, how am I going to handle this? I can't do this. I got so much stuff. And my gosh, my car needs an oil change. And how am I going to fit all this in? And oh my, it's cold outside. And, and then your body goes into that stress mode and you feel it all over the place, right? Your body is always, always, always communicating. But what happens is you dull that and you mute that and you ignore it. And you think that your upset stomach is because of the thing that you ate the other night rather than realizing that it's because you are stressed the hell out and worried about everything. 
or you believe that your knees are the way that they are because of genetics when really you're having a hard time carrying the weight of everything that you've taken on in life and your body's breaking down and telling you, hey, why don't you go look at something else rather than just, you know, the, the one way you've been looking at relating to this body pain. Your body's talking to you and it's telling you how you relate to stress. It shows up in your body. It shows up in your body. I recommend grabbing a book from a woman. Her name is Louise Hay. It's called You Can Heal Your Life. And without going into the details of her story, because it is a pretty amazing story about how she healed and, and created healing within herself from cancer, she breaks down metaphysical reasons for physical ailments. And it's fascinating. And it's the first place that I go whenever I'm experiencing anything going on in my body that I don't enjoy. Whenever I've got like tension or pain or an injury, I will go and consult the book and say, okay, what am I holding on to or how did I create this discomfort in my body? I'm telling you, 99% of the time, I, I get it so quickly like, oh, got it. Yep. All this stuff going on in my shoulders right now is because I'm having a hard time relating to the new responsibilities I took on. I'm feeling like I got to carry more weight. Yeah, I'm feeling a bit scarce right now. So, of course, my shoulders are super, super painful, whatever it is. Because your body is just printing out whatever you tell it to do. So that's a great book. Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. It's a book that I turn to all the time with my clients. I always have it on hand when I'm jumping to a client call because a lot of times we end up digging in there. Again, I want you to be in the driver's seat and you to be in control of your life, of all different things. And so when your body is communicating to you and saying, hey, this hurts, this feels off, I want you to feel like you have the ability to shift it. And a book like that allows you to look at the triggers, the stressors that are simply showing up in your body. That's it. And then you have the choice. Oh, maybe I'll go deal with this stress. Maybe I'll go deal with the new life that I took on that I clearly wasn't quite prepared for that's showing up in my shoulders or showing up in my knees. Maybe I'll go, go handle that now instead of just, you know, popping my painkillers and ignoring it. So as we get back to basics, stress is one of those things that is not going away and that you are making a choice right now every day as to how to relate to your stress. You are. And you're making choices that are either helping you out or holding you back, lifting you up, pulling you down, healing you or creating something different. And what's so cool about that is you're already making choices. So you already have reps in making choices. Now, my intention is to illuminate how effective are those choices? How much are you enjoying the ripple effect of those choices? And would you want to continue making those same choices? Again, I go back to the way that I used to relate to stress. And if I ask myself those questions, I say, okay, how effective were those choices of how I was relating to stress? Well, not very effective because whenever I was ignoring the phone calls and pretending it wasn't there, it wasn't going away. So it wasn't very effective. And how was I enjoying the experience of it? Uh, not much at all. Because again, it wasn't going away and I totally felt at the whim of the stressor. I felt at the whim of whoever was calling me to collect that money, right? And if I were in that situation again, would I choose the same? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I would choose to face it, to look at it, to deal with it. Because I understand that a few moments of discomfort will eventually lead me to getting over that stressor or getting over that situation. And I can get back to being in my peace and flow. And here's the kicker. This is like the level of mastery that I'm playing for. To be in the midst of the fire. To be in the midst of the great, unbelievable amount of stress. And to be at peace. Like I go back to my magic. 
when we had ordered the jumpy house, the bouncy house. It was all planned out. Two hours before go time, the dude's like, nah, we're not going to be able to make it. There was a moment, probably like a 10-second period, where I felt that heat rise up. Right, I felt it go up. And I knew that I was about to get like angry on the phone. You know, because I was about to just get frustrated and directed at him. And it like the 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 temperature started to rise, you know, like on the little thermostat. It's like, boop. I'm like, oh, snap. Here we go. And then ooh, brought it back down. I'm playing to get to a space where that window of getting amped up is shorter. And the height that I go is is lower. Right. That it's just. I have so much trust and faith in the universe and faith in my in- uh, intentions and faith in my ability to manifest that I'm like, hey, in- internally at least, I'm like, listen, there's no use to getting worked up about it. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. Like I'm getting, I'm playing for that level of just mastery around this and I know I can get there. And I know you can get there as well. You can get to whatever level of stress relationship that you want, but you got to be willing to face it you got to be willing to understand your body and understand how it communicates to you. You got to be willing to connect the dots and see how your thoughts, you know, when the trigger happens, what story starts going and where your thoughts go and how those connect to the then the decisions and the behaviors that happen as a result. You got to be able to do that. And then ultimately you got to be able to choose differently. Choose to relate differently. Choose to do something that brings you back down when you're starting to heat up. Choose to do something that puts a little bit of space between the stimulus and the response. Choose to calm yourself down. Choose to get present. Choose to get back into your center. And then, from that centered space, make your decision. Make your move. And so there's a lot of different ways, a lot of different habits, a lot of different techniques to help you get into that centered space. And I'm not going to share them all here. If you want, go to Google and type in, you know, stress management techniques, you're going to get so many different articles and all that great stuff. And there's a reason why there's so many different articles because there's a lot of different ways to get back into your center when you get off, when stress tries to knock you off. For me, recently, most effective has been deep breathing. Simple, deep breaths. And for me, the scenarios that remind me or that that communicate to me that I need to be breathing is my mind. I recently, when something, the stress that I've been working on the most recently is stress triggered by my own thoughts. And it's around like conversations that I'm having that I, that I think are going to play out in the future. Like, okay, this is, this is something that's going to go down between me and another person. This is where my mind is going. I'm creating a stress feel, stressed feeling in my body simply as a result of daydreaming, basically, about an upcoming fight or an upcoming conflict. And when I have been catching myself in that, I simply take two deep breaths. After that first deep breath, I almost always feel so much more calm. And then I take another. After that second deep breath, I'm ready to choose differently. And recently what I've been choosing is to affirm myself. What I've been choosing is to say something or remind myself of something that helps change the story. Because it's that story that I get caught up in that then my body just reacts to. And so that's what I've been doing lately. And it's been, it's been working for me, right? I found myself being able to catch it when I'm in that stressful thinking. I can catch it more frequently. And it's my body that first is indicating to me, hey, man, you're in a stressful space. My body starts to feel off. And then I realize it's my mind that's a mile away. I try to reel it back with the breathing. And then I remind myself what the truth is because my mind goes a mile because it gets caught up in some lie. 
it wants to believe some BS. And so the affirmations help to remind me that it's a lie. Whatever it is that I'm spinning, spinning that yarn, it's a lie. It's not the truth. And it's been a really interesting practice for me, for me because I wouldn't say deep breathing was a go-to of mine in the past. It was typically like do some push-ups, go for a walk, do something fun. But I have found that stress for me has been coming in a, in a shape and form and way that I'm just not accustomed to. Again, like the thought stress. Like I used to feel stress when like I have a, a full agenda on my, my, day, my schedule or something or you know, something unexpected happens and like something would happen. Something external would happen, right? And that would create some stress. And so then I would go to my, my toolbox and say, let me go for a walk. Let me take some time for myself. Let me get some points on my balance chart. Let me do some exercises. Let me drink some water. Let me watch five minutes of a funny show. But more recently, the stress I'm experiencing isn't because something happened externally. It's because of the stuff kicking up internally. So I've taken a different approach. I say all that because, again, there's so many different ways that you can choose to relate to stress in that moment and that you can, so many different tactics and habits and strategies that can help you to create some space. That's ultimately, ultimately what we want, to create a little bit of space between the stressor and how we choose to respond to it. So I'm using deep breaths right now. And if you go to Google and you type in stress management techniques, you're going to see so many different things that you can try. But I bet you, you know of something right now that helps you. You probably know of one, one little habit, one little trick that helps you to deal with stress better in the moment. And that's what I want you to work on growing in your mastery of. Because again, the stress isn't going anywhere. As soon as one stressor is gone, maybe like you were, you're in school and, it's in, you know, school work was a stressor. Well, guess what? You graduate, woof, that stressor's gone. But now you got the next stressor. Maybe it's, oh, I got to find a job or, oh my gosh, I got a job and it's really high pressure and high expectations or whatever. It just, life continues, right? So it's not about trying to eliminate and get our stress inbox down to zero. It's about how can you relate to the stress that's right in front of you? Can you create a little bit of space between the stimulus, the thing that triggers you, the thing that stresses you out, and your response to it. Because right now, you're probably living in a world of reaction. Stimulus hits, boom, you react. There's no space. Someone cuts you off in traffic, boom, you flick them off. You yell, you know, go to hell, whatever it is, right? That's probably where you're at, just reacting, reacting, reacting. That's exhausting. It's gonna leave you burned out. It's gonna leave you on the defensive. It's going to leave you feeling like, I need something to deal with this stress. I need my drink. I need my smoke. I need my whatever. But if you can learn how to become more proactive, to experience the stressful situation, recognize what it is, understand that you have a choice in that moment, pause, and make your choice from a centered space, I'm telling you, you're going to have such a greater experience of life more peace, more joy, better results in whatever that you're applying yourself into. This is one of those things that it's a basic, it's a foundational thing for a reason because it colors everything else. The way that you handle and choose to respond to stress is going to impact every other area of your life because stress is going to show up in any area of your life, any of the six Fs, faith, family, friends, fitness, finance, fun. You're probably feeling stress or at least one of them today or this week. So if you can start to master yourself, then you can go about mastering your life. And I'm here to support you in that. I want to help you to master yourself to a greater degree. Because that's what part of having it all is. When you realize that it's not about having anything. It's not about any of the stuff out there. It's about your internal state. You can get to that internal peaceful state whenever you want. That's up to you. It's, it's something that you have the power and control over. You just may not 
believe it. You may not be confident in it. You may not be well-repped in it. But that's why we talk about these things. That's why we work on these things. That's why I share with you examples of what it looks like when I bust my head on the wall trying to figure these things out. And also examples of what it looks like when I start to get my stride. Because I have, especially in the face of stress. I'm a much different person as it comes to how I relate to stress today than I was many years ago. And if you've heard me talk about my game day experiences, if you heard any of those episodes, then yeah, you've heard how I handle stress in the moment. And because there has been tremendous growth there for me, I know it can be the case for you. I know it. I know it. So that's what I'm going to leave you with today. I want you to be more aware of how you're choosing to relate to stress. I want you to start seeing the relationship that you have to stress in your body, in your thoughts, and in your decision-making. And then I want you to identify that one habit, that one thing that has been working for you in dealing with stress and practice it more, particularly when the stress is really high, particularly when you feel triggered. Give that a shot and see what happens. If you've got any feedback for me from this episode, if there's anything you want to share, any questions, if you're like, hey, Matthew, I want to figure this, this stress thing out. You've got a little bit more you know, mastery over it than me. Can you help me out? Whatever it is, just hit me up. Hit me up. Matthew at MatthewBivens.com is my email. Matthew underscore Bivens is my Instagram. That's one of the cool things about this podcast is you know, we got the millions and millions of downloads, but I like to make myself accessible. You know, that's just how I've always liked to be when it came to this show. I never wanted to be so far removed that like I had to have my people reply back to you or you never heard from me at all. And I'm in this really great sweet spot of the number of listeners and the number of engagements that, you know what, I can handle it. So that's where that's why I share with you my contact info. Get in touch if you've got feedback, if you've got questions, if you've got suggestions, if you've got whatever, reach out. I'm very excited for you because I do believe that there's going to be some shifts in your life in the way that you deal with stress. And that is really going to help you in having it all. It certainly is. Okay, I'm out of here. I'm about to go pick up my daughter. (laughs) Real talk. I'm literally about to go pick up my daughter now. So this has been so beautiful. So amazing. Thank you for hanging out with me today. I appreciate you. I love you. My name is Matthew Bivens. And here is to you having it all. quick note about the having it all podcast i am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist i'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation my thoughts opinions and beliefs are my own so please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal physical or mental health does your father know you're listening to this podcast well when you're done why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100 dad approved datages Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.